0: Welcome to a parenting space actually designed for you, where you can get answers about navigating a life that includes autism. I'm Dr. Tay, and today I have a mini episode just for you. Y'all, we are back with the mini episodes. I have been dropping one episode a week right now, and it is a full-length episode, but I have some exciting mini episodes coming to you. So let's talk about what they are so you know what's to come, One per week will be dropped. So today is why my love life applies to you and your autism parenting journey. The next one is going to be, is Taylor Swift neurodivergent and why it matters. And the third one is a behind the scenes of my entrepreneurial journey in case you're curious. So let's dive into the first one about my love life, right? You might be like, okay, why is she sharing about her love life on this podcast that is all about supporting parents of autistic children. These are going to be short and quick episodes. Stay tuned to the end to hear exactly why it applies to you. And I have 3 lessons that we are going to talk about that I am a confident that I am practicing right now, but that you need to hear too. Just a quick backstory in case you don't follow me on Instagram, which by the way, if you don't, I I suggest going and following me on Instagram right now. It's the period DR period Tay, So the Dr. Tay, it's also linked in the show notes. And the reason being is not only do I provide a wealth of information about autism, in addition to this podcast, sometimes I'll share podcast clips, but It is different content. It's different ways to consume. It's much more short form. The other thing if I don't know, I like to get to know and trust people. And again, while this is a way for us to do that, I think I share much more of my personal life on my Instagram, in stories. But also I bring it to you here. So here's what happened. And Char is sitting here. I heard her barking because she wanted down from the other room. And Princess rules in this household. If you didn't know this, this is a little piece and inside of my life is Char does have cancer and she has been going through treatment. We're having some side effects right now, but she's doing well. She's doing stable for sure. But princess rules the roost over here. So my dating life. So 34, I'm single. And here's the thing is I know that I want to share my life with someone. I know that I want kids. That is what I want. But for a while I needed to take a break and work on myself. So I've been going to therapy. I think it's been a year and a half now and just really focused on myself. And I dated sporadically between all of that, but There wasn't like a full-on commitment like there has been in terms of recently, in terms of that shift. And so got back out there, was dating, met, you know, the first date that I went on, met this great guy. I felt like all of our values aligned. We were hitting it off. Fast forward, he had to travel for work. So there was like a two-week lag till the second date. This is, I'm recording all of these mini episodes on Sunday, actually Super Bowl Sunday, but This last night, I went on the second date. And here's the thing it didn't go planned in my mind. And some of it is I can take a step back and realize okay. Was I jumping a little too far forward? Maybe. But the other side is I was really being intentional to ground myself of even if this isn't the right person, I didn't want to get attached to that. I wanted to stay grounded in, okay, what am I meant to learn from this? And I did learn a lot. That is the thing. And we're going to share those at the end of the episode. But I was really bummed last night. I'm not going to lie. And here's the thing is you might be in... The phase of parenting where you are really trying not to get attached to the outcome, but then things still pop up and you feel bummed, right? You feel like, oh, I really, I'm trying to stay present-minded, but I'm still, when things don't go as expected, or as I dreamed and envisioned, even though you're not attached to the outcome. And I definitely have episodes all on that if you want to scroll back through. There's a great one on manifestation, a great one on getting to Lulu, and how you can do that without getting attached to the outcome. But even even if you're not attached to the outcome, sometimes when things don't go as we hope they do, because we're human, we're still going to have hopes and dreams, that can feel disappointing. And I just want you to hear that today. So yeah, I got home. I felt disappointed. I knew something was off on the date. So I decided to be direct about it. And I was like, hey, listen, and we had talked about directness, like in spirit of directness and transparency, are you just not feeling this? And he said, no. No. And the thing that I took a lot of guts on my end, but I said, basically we agreed that the second date didn't, go well. And I was like, here's a proposition. Feel free to say no. Do we give it a redo? And he said, no, I don't think that will change anything for me. And I said, okay, I wish you the best of luck. And I moved on and yeah, I had feelings around that. And while this is less about the nuanced details, we can be really content in our current lives. I love my single life. I have so many things that I'm so grateful for and that I have created and really truly am happy. And I want someone to add to that so we can be content and we can still have disappointment. Those two things can coexist. And so I let myself just sit in the emotions. And I got on my Instagram stories last night and I said, I debated whether or not it sometimes feels weird. Like not only talking about my dating life, which I was like, I am trying to keep somewhat private just as I navigate this because it is more real and raw. But the other side of it is I don't know how to be anything but like authentically myself. And I've been working on that vulnerability. And and of course there's balance with vulnerability. I wasn't like on my story sobbing and like confessing everything. I thought about what I was gonna say. But one of the things that I love to do is when I am going through hard shit is take a step back and say to myself, what's important in this. And it helps ground me, but I also love to share it outwardly for people who are following my story. So it doesn't just feel like this, oh, I'm just looking for validation or this doom and gloom. Although some of it is we are going to have doom and gloom as humans, and we are going to need validation as humans. There's nothing inherently wrong with that. It depends how much your life is centered around that. So I share this with all of you because I am in the depths of trying to date right now, trying to figure it all out. And I don't have it figured out. And how this applies to you and your autism parenting journey is two things, right? Personally, as a human being, you're always going to be growing and evolving. And just like I took a step back with therapy, from dating, Even though it was my long-term goal to find someone, and it still is, that I can share my life with, I knew I had to work on my inner shit first, right? And here's the thing is that I think in this autism parenting journey, I see so many parents of autistic kids hop into action for their child, but you have to take a pause and say, what do I need in this? as a human being, because if you cannot show up in your full capacity, you will burn out. And so this is a little bit of your sign of, is there something in your life right now that you need to take a pause on? Maybe it's taking your kid to all these therapies. Maybe it's you need to carve more time out for yourself. Maybe you need to find your own therapist. Maybe you need to find a community of like-minded autism parents who want to grow themselves and support their children simultaneously, which is exactly why. I created my group therapy program, but even if my offers, my services aren't right for you, take this as a sign that you do actually have to slow down and take care of yourself. And it's not going to feel easy. There's so many ways in which I felt this urgency. I'm missing out on precious time, but I'm coming back into this with a new lens, a new alignment, and I'm putting my values at the center of dating. And I think, Putting your values at the center of your parenting journey is super important. But if you don't know what your values are, that is going to be really difficult. So, I told you these would be short and sweet, so I want to read something to you, and just comment on this before we wrap up. So this was in my stories, and I apologize for the language, but this is how I was feeling. So if you have kids around, you might want to like pause or put some AirPods in or whatever. I said dating is fucking hard, especially in this internet era and in my thirties. And while I know most of you are at completely different phases of life and don't relate to what I'm going through, I hope you see this as A sign that vulnerability is hard, but we need it for death. A sign that growth is important, but it doesn't save you from the unhealed parts of you popping up. Trust me, my not enough parts are totally triggered right now. A sign to give yourself grace, that it's okay to sit in your negative emotions sometimes, feeling those are a human experience. While I may not be for everyone, I am not going to dim my light for those who aren't for me. And that's true on here and in the real world. Thanks for giving me space to share this tonight. P.S. This feels extra vulnerable knowing I've had all these new followers roll in. But if you've made it to my stories, welcome to the chaos. XO. Let me just comment on this before I wrap this up. Okay. You have to be vulnerable. Asking for help, doing the hard work, sharing what you're going through. We need that for depth in relationships. Without that, everything remains at a surface level. And vulnerability is one of the hardest things that you can do. Also... Growth is important, and you have to put that at the center of your autism parenting journey. And we think of growth so often for the kids, but what about your own personal growth? But that doesn't mean it necessarily makes things easier. The goal is not that it makes things easier. It does, I will say personally, it helps me recover faster is what I've noticed, but it doesn't take away the pain. And we all have parts inside of us that were developed when we were young and that still play a role today. And we need to visit those parts and see them just like you get down on your child's level and validate what they need. And I hope you do that. And if you don't, there's lots of episodes. I'd go back and listen to episode two and three of this podcast where I talked all about emotion regulation, but getting on your child's level, validating them, it helps them to feel like you are part of this. It helps them to feel seen and heard. You need to do that to your own parts. And what those parts are is they are part of your inner Child. A great book I love is No Bad Parts by Dr. Richard Schwartz or Dick Schwartz. I don't remember which one he publishes it under incredible. I've talked about this book before. I've talked about internal family systems. This is the type of therapeutic work that I'm doing with the psychologist that I work with. And lastly, assign to give yourself grace. It's okay to sit in your negative emotions sometimes. I think there's so much out there that tells us we need to move on quickly, that basically we need to rebound quickly. And yes, while you work on yourself, that can happen. It can't be the goal. The goal is for you to Fully process what you need to. And I think that recognizing that having emotions as part of this human experience is so important. It allows you to give yourself grace. It allows you not to hold yourself to such a high bar and feel like you have to have it perfect all the time. I talked about this in a recent episode two, like the three mindset shifts that you need as a parent of an autistic child. So I just encourage you to take these on in your journey. And the thing is, these apply no matter what your journey is. They're applying for me in my dating journey as I evolve and I'm vulnerable and I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to find the life right partner. They're applicable for you as a parent of an autistic child or a parent who suspects that their child is autistic because these are human experiences. And I think the more that we can ground ourselves and recognize them, the more impact that we can have in the world. And I want you to remember, it's hard sometimes. Everything in our world is telling us that we need to conform, we need to look a certain way. And I talk about this idea of embracing neurodivergence, that the goal is not for your child to look neurotypical, but also, even if you are neurotypical, you have to take this journey on yourself of challenging these status quos, of challenging these ideals And talk about and focus on and become who you truly are and not dim your light for other people. The last piece I will say, when all of this was happening, I won't lie, like my Instagram was having lots of momentum, I was gaining like constant followers. It's really cool. And I think the biggest thing, and I've talked about this on Instagram too, is building the community there. It's not about the numbers. It's about the connections and the impact. But why I share that piece with you is all of those, I'd say a large majority of those followers came from me talking about PDA. And I have been talking about this. I'm actually going to take some time tonight and plan out some PDA related content, some of which that is a mini series on the podcast. So that is coming up, but stay tuned for the next two mini episodes. Of course we have regular episodes still dropping every Wednesday. I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you for being here. Thank you for letting me be vulnerable and holding this space for me. And just remember that you deserve someone to hold this space for you too. That's a wrap. This episode was meant to be short and sweet. Full-length episodes air every Wednesday with many episodes like this sprinkled in between. So subscribe now so you don't miss the next one. And if you want to inspire a future episode because that's how we roll over here, ask me a question on any of my social media pages for a chance to have your question featured. Bye y'all and I'll see you soon.